Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. Welcome to another edition of Inside Today's Country. This week, we catch up with one of the hardest working country acts in Canada. Mr. Brett Kissel is on the Zoom with us today. Where are you, by the way? You know, I'm in a studio uh, here in Edmonton Okay. Uh, as we launch our, our new single, Tim, yeah. and as we, you know, obviously get super excited about this next era for me. I, uh, I've got three little kids that run around <laughs> at home. I got three little kids that are so busy, so full of energy mm-hmm. that a few too many times in Zoom calls, <laughs> they've hopped up on my lap. And they've taken over the interview. And don't get me wrong, I love it that they. But my my son Leo is obsessed with the red button, the end oh, button. He likes the end on the button. phone. Yeah. So I was on I was on a, a really important interview with ET Canada, and boom, he presses the red button in the middle of my interview. I'm thinking, you know what? I should probably be a little bit more professional than this. So I rented a studio for our call today, Tim. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. But it's the way of the world. I mean, uh, I mean, your kids are so present in your life. I mean, uh, I watched you on uh, some of your live uh, streams you've done on on Facebook and your family is such a big part of of your life. You and your wife uh, are, are, are such great parents. You guys look like you're having fun all the time. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Parenting is the it's the greatest role that we will ever play. Mm-hmm. Greatest role I'll ever play. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm very grateful to be the dad to these three incredible little kids. Mm-hmm. That being said, we all know and understand that, uh, well, I mean, parenting can have its challenges too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of tough times that sometimes a mom and a dad got to go through a uh, single parents need to go through, uh, other parents, you know, it's, it's not always easy, mm-hmm. but we have a pretty great perspective when it comes to our kids, how much we love our kids and the things we want to do with and for our kids. So mm-hmm. because Cece and I are so aligned, it definitely makes this whole parenting job mm-hmm. a lot easier. Right. And your wife is uh, doing a little uh, business as well, correct? <clears throat> oh, yeah. She's extremely busy. She's, uh, she's a wonderful collaborator. She's, uh, an, a, I mean, people would categorize her, I guess, as an influencer, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more than that. She's so entrepreneurial mm-hmm. that she has uh, so many different little companies that she started mm-hmm. or that she's helped start from apparel companies to uh, connection cards to uh, our own keeping a kiss lifestyle brand yeah. and signs that we make. And, and uh, you know, and I mean, we've got a lot of big collaborations that are coming up in the next, uh, in the next year or two. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very proud of the businesswoman mm-hmm. that my wife is because there's a lot of strength Mm-hmm. Uh, that she carries and a lot of weight she carries when she walks into a room because she's not just drop dead gorgeous. She's uh, a <laughs> she's a fierce, uh, fierce entrepreneur, too. How's the Kissel family been faring? Uh, we're now a year into the pandemic and uh, obviously birthdays and anniversaries and so forth have rolled around. Uh, how has the Kissel family been been handling things? You know what? We made a, a conscious effort at the very beginning because our kids are so little mm-hmm. to not tell them about it. To not okay. talk about it. Interesting. This is just life. Okay. Now they they ask why we can't get it on a plane, why we can't go to Nashville. Mm-hmm. We just say, you know what, we're we're living in Alberta right now. Now, if they ask, we'll tell. We ain't going to lie to our kids, mm-hmm. but we don't lead the conversation at seven in the morning. Kids, guess what? There's a pandemic. There's a virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, we got to stay home. There's all this 
distrust. There's all this challenge. There's all this hate to negativity. No, we don't do that. We, we very lucky that we, we live out on the farm. Mm-hmm. We go ice fishing with our kids. We essentially live with my grandparents too, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we share the farm with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Alberta was open, we made sure that we took advantage of that bubble being open and spending okay. time with following following whatever rules that they had in place at the time. Mm-hmm. But we were hanging out with our, our families and, and everything like that because every province has different rules, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, very so much so. We, we, we did what we were allowed to do. We made the most of it. And uh, we can't wait until that next phase opens up. We can do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very important thing that we've done for our kids because, I don't know, I just... I mean, I'm hoping that in a couple of years, this whole thing goes away and we'll talk about it as a dark age in our mm-hmm. history, mm-hmm. but it's not going to, it's not going to affect my two-year-old. I'll tell you that. I don't think he knows the difference. No, not so at all. no right. need to bring up the word COVID-19. So I don't. That, well, he'll read about it in a history book when he gets older. And I sure hope he does. And I actually, I hope it's history real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh man. I mean, uh, let's, let's move on. Right. And we were, we were talking with other artists this week and, and we can just feel the energy that, that everybody just wants to get back to some kind of quote unquote normality uh, of being live in concerts. Now, I mean, you did your drive-in shows last year, which were a huge success and uh, other artists kind of picked up on that and ran with it as well. Uh, I mean, hats off to you, man, for, for giving people an opportunity to get out and do something. Oh, you know what? We had to do something. We, we really did. Mm-hmm. What was so important for me is to get out on the stage and, and go and entertain. Mm-hmm. We found a way to do it safely. I really respect guys like Tim Hicks, who you, you told me you spoke to earlier this week. And, yep. and, and Tim did a great show in Ottawa. I heard the rec laws did a bunch of them. Yep. Um, everybody in their own way. We're trying to figure out how to still connect with their fans. That's the best part about country music, after all, mm-hmm. is the connection that you have, the storytelling that you can present to your listeners and to your fans. Mm-hmm. And the driving model was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do in 2021 yet. I'll figure it out <laughs> because I still got to figure out some way to connect. Right. Because right. that's my calling, you know? Yeah. But this whole year, Tim, I've really taken good stock of of my blessings. I've counted my blessings. I've, I've written in my gratitude journal, which, mm-hmm. you know, that a bunch of people that, you know, are big into meditation and big into gratitude and self-love talk about on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I took that in, you know, into consideration and I took it to heart mm-hmm. and I'm grateful that I did because it took me out of what I was in a, in quite a blue state. Were you really, I wasn't eh? depressed really? because, you know, depressed is a very strong word, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was really blue okay. trying to figure out who am I? Right. What good am I? Right. What do I bring to this world? If, if you take away a stage from underneath my cowboy boots, what, mm-hmm. what can I really do? But I realized that it, I was much more than just that a guy who can sing country music, mm-hmm. you know, I got to focus on the, on the people around me and the mm-hmm. relationships and the connections that I've got. And so, uh, I got out of that blue state. It took a while, but I got out of it mm-hmm. and was able to now be creative again and write and record. Mm-hmm. And, and I think bring a new perspective to my art now. That's awesome. I, I love what you're saying. And I think that's kind of a, a really interesting connection between you and I, uh, is the fact that what you said about having the, the stage taken away from under your boots, uh, you know, life changed for me uh, a year and a half ago with not being on the radio full time and doing this. Uh, and this was a whole reinvention. And I understand where you're going with that whole 
being in a blue funk. I mean, I get it. And then you have to realize, well, wait a minute, there is, there is other things out there. There's other opportunities for you. And there's other ways of making connections like we're doing right here. This is, this is what we do. You know, this is how we do it. We connect with each other. Uh, and I think there's a lot of other people who are coming out of that and I, and, and hats off to you for, for a recognizing it and B getting yourself back into the next, the next phase of your life, as you say. Well, thanks for saying that, Tim. And thanks for sharing that too, because you know what, also as men, we don't talk about this kind of stuff very often. Mm. You know, a lot of times, especially in previous generations, you know, I look at my dad, I even look at older cousins or my older brother. I mean, you, you, you maybe take a, have a nice cold beer at the end of a hard day and you forget mm. about your problems and you move on, you saddle up. Well, maybe there's a time and place for that, for sure. I've been there before and sometimes no need to cry over spilled milk. Mm. But sometimes if you've got something that's weighing on your heart, mm-hmm. it's important to get that out because you can't keep that under wraps for forever. Yeah, right. And so... I really took a deep dive into a more vulnerable side when it came to how I was going to write songs, Mm -hmm. the songs I was going to select. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's going to come through on record. I don't know when you hear the full album, if you're going to get that, see that, feel that. I hope you do. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I know that it was very therapeutic. And because of that, I can safely say this was the most important record I've ever done. And it's the one I'm the most proud of without question of the five that I've now done with Warner Music and the five indies I did prior to, this one I think carries the most weight for me. And so I hope that all of the listeners can take away a little something, mm-hmm. um, you know, from each of these songs. Well, you said in the beginning of the interview, it's the next evolution of Brett Kissel. So let, let's talk a little bit about the next evolution because you have a new single mm-hmm. out and it is called... Make a Life, Not a Living. I'm breathing, lose every penny, I'd still be winning. I'm trying to make a life, not a living. Just think of that lyric right there. I mean, that says it all. You go line by line now of the song, and I'm trying to make a life, not a living. So, I mean, for me, that's that's exactly how uh, I'm trying to live my life right now, and realizing that, <clears throat> and realizing, you know, that I maybe made some mistakes mm-hmm. in my 20s. Maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't as good with my money as I should have been. <laughs> maybe I wasn't as good as with my time. As I Brett, we been. were never, I learned those none lessons of us were and... good with our money in the twenties, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I spent, I spent more money on, I spent more money on Oilers tickets. I mean, I was thinking to myself like, man, all the money I spent on sports and it just buying rounds for the boys at the bar. Uh-huh. Man, I wish I could have a couple of hundred of those dollars back, you know, <laughs> but that's life. You yeah. just got to learn. That's right. You got to learn. So, so let's talk a little bit, continue the conversation about this song then. Where did it all stem from? Uh, you're trying to make a life, not living. Can you writing in the journal or what was going on? I, I was texting a lot of my friends and I got a great text from Stephen Lee Olson, great yeah. writer, great artist. And he said, happy birthday, buddy. I got a song for you. And he texted it to me. Mm-hmm. And it was this song called Make a Life, Not a Living. It was as if he spent the last six months in my brain and in my heart, and he went, and what he did is he truly took the words right out of my mouth and wrote everything I would have ever wanted to say. And I texted him, Tim, Mm -hmm. and I said, dude, not only is this going to be a song on my record, I can guarantee you that, Mm -hmm. but I want this to be my first single, and I'm going to base my whole record around this song. Mm. And now, as you know, you're not allowed to say that. 
No. Like, I got to run this past Warner Music. I got to run this past my managers. I got to run this past my producers. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I love this song. I'm, I'm, this is going to be the flagship song of, of, of this new era for me. Mm-hmm. And he texted me back and he said, Brett, hey, don't, don't do me like that. Don't, don't write a check. You know, don't let your mouth write a check. You're, you know, you yeah. can't cash, you know, whatever the saying is, right? Well, I did it. And I'm very proud that I did it. And it's kind of old cowboy ethics. I, I, I kept true to my word and, mm-hmm. and here it is the first single and a song I'm so proud of. I'm proud of it. It's a great song. I, I've had a chance to listen to it. And uh, again, as, as I always say, every time we connect another smash hit for Brett Kissel. So, I mean, there's, there's nothing you haven't written put out that, uh, that we haven't liked. And uh, again, well done for you. And it's nice to see the next evolution of Brett. Well, Tim, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Like, like I said, at the beginning of this call, I mean, the legacy that you've got, you know, and, and, and the years that you put in, the interviews that you've done with so many different people, you, your opinion matters to me a, a great deal. And you've now listened to however many singles that I've released over the course of the last number of years. And for you to say that about this song um, is really meaningful. And I just hope all of your listeners, you know, in that part of the province and everybody listening online and, and whatever, I mean, they're, this song is all about prairie values. Right. This is, this is what we believe in in Canada. This is what we believe in if we come from a small town. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that this song resonates with everybody the way that it obviously resonates with me. What's Brett Kissel hearing about the music industry? Uh, we talked quite quickly about, uh, you know, things that we were doing last year, your drive-ins and so forth like that. And you're trying to figure out what you're going to do in 2021. What are you hearing uh, in the music world that will uh, allow fans to get back to concerts? Are you hearing, are we going to be September or are we working towards that? What are you hearing? You know, the, the answer is still unknown, but what I really love is that recently in the media, the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, I believe, did a joint bid to the government of Alberta mm-hmm. and the federal government and the National Hockey League to mm-hmm. bring fans back safely to their arenas. Yep. So if that's the case, that's wonderful because sports and entertainment are, are joined at the hip. Right. So if the Oilers can do this and if they can lead the way and if the Flames can do this and lead the way, Mm-hmm. and figure out a way to operate at maybe 10% capacity, 25% capacity, and do it safely, well then, hey, and quite frankly, let's let's get it straight. If you can have, you know, 100 or 150 people in, in a Walmart, yep. and everybody, you know, really follows the rules, and everybody mm-hmm. everybody's good about it. I mean, we've been doing it for a year. There's no more gray area here. No, 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 totally. So if you can do that at one of the big box stores, mm-hmm. which is awesome, then maybe you just elevate the scale, and you figure out how to do it in the arenas and those who don't feel safe, Mm -hmm. those who don't want to go and just want to wait. That's great. It's no problem. We're not expecting to sell 20,000 tickets for an Oilers game or 15,000 tickets for a Jets game. But if we can operate at 10% capacity or 25% capacity, there's plenty of space and there's plenty of distance. Mm -hmm. So if they're able to do that, I mean, I'm going to be phoning up every premier of every province if I can and their health administration (laughs) and saying, Hey, Let's go. Let's understand let's go. the value that music plays. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You know, in 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 all these things. So let's let, let's bring concerts back. So if they yeah. can do that, I, that that would be huge, and awesome. I would love to see it. Awesome, Brett Kissel. Always a great chance chatting with you, my friend. I look forward to the time we can get to uh, to meet each other uh, in person again. Where do people find you online? Very very simple. Brettkissel.com. Brand new website is uh, out and ready. Instagram Brett Kissel. Uh, Facebook is Brett Kissel Music. And you know what? Everybody's on TikTok. They've been on TikTok for the last couple of years. 
I've made a point that I'm probably not going to follow any of the big trends or do those dances, but I'm going to play a lot of cover songs on my TikTok. <laughs> nice. I'm going to play whatever's on my heart. I'm going to play. Okay. So you're ahead of Tim Hicks then. You got to give him a text then because he is not doing that. <laughs> you know what? Uh, hey, a lot of us are thinking another social media platform oh, we need to navigate through now. <laughs> I mean, why can't I just go out to the back 40 and, and drink a couple beers and play guitar? There you, you know? Go. That's, and, and then tweet about it. Yeah, I'll just do that instead. <laughs> Brad Kissel, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.